Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. We welcome you to our bliss of marriage. Mulan Arafat is still, uh, he's gone to just uh, to the doctor. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him total shifa. Our listeners of Sirius FM and Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, you can send in your messages through to the number 084-786-3132, foreign country, plus 2784-786-3132. As Mufti Sahab says, keep it simple and send in your questions and inshallah Mufti Sahab will answer it. Let's welcome Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain Sahab, Dhamad Barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته بارك الله فيكم وزيد كان جزاك الله خيرا today is the 27th of Muharram 1445 so Thursday evening inshallah we all should be scanning the sky and looking and searching for the new moon the crescent of suffer is 30 hours and few minutes, so inshallah it should be visible with the grace and mercy of Allah. And once the crescent is sighted, then read Allahu Akbar, Hilalu Khairin wa Rushdin. Ya Allah, make this month of suffer a month of khair and goodness, wa Rushdin and righteousness. The hadith is in Abu Dawood of Hilalu Khairin wa Rushdin. So inshallah Thursday night Friday should be the first of Safar provided that the moon and the crescent is sighted inshallah. Mufti Sahib, a person says I'm a new Muslim. What should I know about menstruation? What do I need to know? All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, teaches us in Surah 2, chapter 2, verse 2, 2, 2, that about menses and so forth, and in the ending, Almighty Allah teaches us, Inna Allah yuhibbul tawabid wa yuhibbul mutatwahirid. Verily, Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah loves those who repent abundantly. We beg Almighty Allah forgiveness daily for our vices, our sins. And wa yuhibbul mutatwahirid. And He loves those people who are very, very meticulous regarding their personal hygiene, their purity, cleanliness. 
and the hadith sharif at-tuhur shatul iman that is that our cleanliness is half the iman the hadith in mishkat sharif so what you should know my sister is that first thing we have is tinja Istinja is after urinating, defecating, we must use water and to clean ourselves. You can't just rely, you must remember on toilet paper and so forth. If you use toilet paper with water, so that is fine. But toilet paper only without using water, unacceptable. So that is called Istinja. So it must be 100% pure and clean. Thereafter, regarding that your menses, or take for example, that after urinating, defecating, then you have to perform hudu. Hudu is the ablution. So that I think you know. And then after marriage, that husband-wife relationship, or after your menses is finished, you're 100% sure, and that you are clean now, so you must take a ghusl, you must take a compulsory mandatory bath. Similarly, if you gave birth, and then the maximum amount of days, remember for nifas, the postnatal is 40 days. So once you are finished with that, so to take a bath is compulsory and mandatory. So these are the five, six things you should know regarding menses. Number one is this. The minimum amount of days for menses is three days. The second one, the maximum amount is 10 days. Okay? So that much you should know. Then you should know that the minimum period, the minimum period between two menses must be 15 clean days. So your menses ended today. So next week again, you are bleeding, for example. So you won't call that menses and hayth. You will call that istihada. It's a sickness. And which means that for every first salat, you will perform a fresh ablution, a fresh wudu, and you will continue remember that. So for menses, the next menses to start after your menses is ended must be minimum 15 clean days. So after 15 days, 16, 17, 20 days, and then there's bleeding, and that bleeding continues for three days or more, so that will be menses. Then next one, you must remember, Quran speaks of this in chapter 2, verse 2, 2, 2, all twos there. They ask you, imagine 1400 years ago and more, to show humanity that everything of Islam is so pure. They ask you, Ya Rasulullah regarding menses. So what was the need for them to ask this? When they saw that how the Jews are treating their women, they threw them outside, get out of the house, you stay outside. Like you know how you have for the dogs or you have for pets some house there outside. They dump them there. You can't stay in the house. So Islam said no. And the Christians, they would do everything. So fulfill their conjugal relationship. So Islam came with the best for all times, all places. Say Ya Rasulullah It is pollution. It is dirt. You can sleep with your wife and all that while she is in menses, but you cannot be intimate with her. You cannot fulfill conjugal relationships with her. So you must stay away from your wife as far as intimacy goes. And if the wife is in menses, 
and you, the husband, are sleeping with her, then she, the wife, must ensure the portion between the navel and the knees. That portion must be covered. It's compulsory. If the husband wants to touch there, he must touch mafoqal izar. The hadith in Abu Dawood, he must touch above the fabric. He can't touch the size and all that skin to skin, not permissible. Below the knees, he can touch skin to skin. Above the navel, the bosom, breast, all that, the back, he can touch skin to skin. But the portion between navel and knees, that must be above the fabric and not skin to skin. So once you are 100% finished, then you go and take a compulsory bath, and then your husband comes to you, then when you have taken your mandatory compulsory gusel and bath, then you, the husband, you come to them, to your wife, min haythu amalakumullah, where Almighty Allah has commanded you. And that is mentioned in the next verse, Surah 2, verse 223. So remember in Islam, oral, anal, all that is haram and not permissible. Muftisab, can we use a bay rem bergamon essence in hair placenta for hair growth? So you must remember that I don't know all these things here. I'll just give you the usul, the principle you must remember that. If there is ingredients in these things you have mentioned is haram, then to use it is haram. One. If the ingredients there is halal, but if you use it, then the water will not penetrate, the water will not go through it. For example, while you're making wudu, your ablution, or your ghusl, your bathing, and you know when you take a bath, then to use it will not be permissible. So you must remember that. So what what was you use? Leave all these things here. Use what the prophetic medication, Habibuna Rasulullah taught us kulus zait. Eat the olives, what dahinu bihi, and apply the olive oil. For innahu min shajarati mubarakah, it is from a blessed tree, an honorable tree. So the hadith is authentic in Mishka Sharif, and Quran speaks of it. So various places Almighty Allah speaks of the olives, olive oil, olive tree, and so forth. So use that and apply on your head, and inshallah your hair will start growing and so forth. So that will be the best, and then leave all these other things. There's so much doubt regarding it. Oh, it's absolutely haram. So then obviously you can't use it. Muftisab, there's a couple who is married for three years and her husband knows that she is badly afflicted with jadu, but he doesn't want to help her. Family members took help for her, but the hubby, the husband, doesn't want to allow. What can they do? So she must do herself. So remember that you, the wife, read Surah Baqarah on your own. Every week try and complete Surah Baqarah. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Iqra Surah Al-Baqarah. Read Surah Baqarah, chapter 2, comprising 286 verses. فَإِنَّ أَخَذَهَا baraka. When you read it, it will bring barakah, blessing for you. وَتَرْكَهَا hasra. And you don't read it, then it will cause remorse and regret. وَلَا يَسْتَتِيُهَا الْبَطَلَ The evil forces can never overpower it. So leave your husband out, leave your family out. You on your own, you got enough time. Every day read certain pages, five pages, three pages, ten pages, whatever. So of Surah Baqarah, so that you can do. 
Then you read Ayat al-Kursi abundantly after the first Salat, before you sleep in between. That is, we people speak of AK-47. We say we got AK-255. What is AK-255? AK Ayat al-Kursi. And Ayat verse number 255 of Surah Baqarah. Allahu la ilaha illahu al-hayyul qayyum. La ta'khuduhu sinatu wa la nom. In the ending, wa la ya'uduhu hifduhuma wa huwa al-aliyul azim. So read that ayat, the most majestic verse in the Noble Quran. Thanks one. Then you read, Kul ya kafirun, Kul wallah, Kul falakul min nas. The four kuls, you read that abundantly. Stay in hudu as far as possible. The hadith is authentic in Ibn Majah. La yuhafidu ala al-hudu'i illa mu'min. No person remains in hudu. We can't stay 24 hours out of 24. We have to go and relieve ourselves. We have to sleep and so forth. But as far as possible, from the 24 hours, 15 hours, 12 hours, we in hudu. So all these uh, enemies, they will not able to attack you. So remember that is a defense mechanism and so forth. And daily give out charity. The hadith is mentioned in the marasil of Imam Abu Dawood. Every day one rain, two rain. Every day some biscuits or some fish or whatever you want to give. Give to any poor person, Muslim, non-Muslim. Leave everybody. You do all this and inshallah, Allah will give you shifa kamil and complete cure. Your husband don't want to take you, so I don't know why, but maybe he feels that half the people, three-quarters of the people, involved in this field of jadu and blowing and so forth, the mufatiyas, and they just chances and so forth. So then I'll agree with him. And if he don't want to take you because you must remember he's too stingy, so then he's wrong, obviously. But I'm telling you, leave all that out, and you yourself do what I told you now. Surah Baqarah, the four kuls, Aytul Kursi, read the manzil of Hazrat Sheikh, Hazrat Mu'ana Muhammad Zakariya, Sheikh Al-Hadis, Allah daily, morning, evening, and you will see Allah Ta'ala will give you shifa, but you yourself must have firm conviction. Don't do it half Mufti Sahib, is it true that Isa Islam didn't get married? So Nabi Isa salam thus far didn't get married. When Nuzul Isa takes place, when he comes back, Jesus Isa salam, Nami Nami Ismigrami, honorable name, is mentioned 25 times in the Noble Quran. His honorable mother, Sayyidah Maryam radiallahu anha, her honorable name is mentioned 34 times in the Quran. The only lady whose name is mentioned in explicitly in the Quran. Chapter 19 is enshrined, is called and entitled Surah Maryam. Maryam Abida, the one who worships Almighty Allah. Nabi Isa alayhi salatu salam, so remember that, that his name means to be fair in complexion and a leader. So when he comes down the second time then in Damascus and so forth, then he will get married, he'll have two sons, and then he will love. And remember, there between Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, he will dispatch the jail straight to Jahannam. And all this, a unanimous belief of ours, open Mishka, Sharif, Mustafa, Ahmed, and so forth. And thereafter, that, remember, he'll still get married, they have two sons. 
Then in the latter portion of his life, he will come to Medina Munawwara, and then he'll pass away there. He'll be buried right next to Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا مِنْ قَبْلِكَ رُسُلُهُ And then Almighty Allah Jalla Wala states, we send for you, before you the prophets and the messengers, and each one of them, they had wives, so Almighty Allah is teaching us. Therefore, to get married, you must remember Sunanul Anbiya and Sunanul Mursaleen, and it is the Sunnah of the prophets and the messengers. So therefore, you can't say, no, Jesus didn't get married, so therefore I won't get married, so that is wrong. وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا رُسُلًا مِّنْ قَبْلِكَ وَجَأَلْنَا لَهُمْ أَزْوَاجًا وَذُرِّيًّا Indeed, wow, Mustanafa, wow, Atifa. So let's say wow, Atifa in conjunction with the topic before that. لَقَدْ لِلَّهِ قَدْ Definitely Allah is taking an oath and saying, surely, definitely. أَرْسَلْنَا We have sent the royal pronoun Allah stamping His majesty, authority, sovereignty We send the prophets and messengers before you You are Khatamun Nabiyin Khatamun Mursaleen Chapter 33 verse 40 So you are the last and the final and the seal of the prophets and messengers So you before قَبْلِكَ And then وَجَعَلْنَا لَهُمْ And we made for them spouses and children so Nabi Isa Islam will get married and he will have children and so forth. This is mentioned in Surah 13, Surah to Ra'at, Thunder, and verse 38. Chapter 13, verse 38, that the prophets and messengers got married. So remember, only one prophet and messenger you can say never married is John the Baptist, as the people say. We say Yahya Islam. Al-Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah, his wonderful principle <coughs> comes to the fore and comes everywhere very, very effective. Whenever there is a general law, you will always find there are one, two, certain exemptions, exclusions. So every Nabi got married, every Nabi will have children, and prophets will have children. Isa Islam will come, get married, have children. But sometime in life, you don't get married because, you know, illness or you can't afford it and so forth and what have you. So remember that don't get married. You call that sunnate yahyawiyya. You take Sheikh al-Hadith, Sheikh Yunus, John Puri. He was the Khalifa, the successor of Hazrat Sheikh Mona Zakaria, Sheikh al-Hadith. So you must remember, he told me this incident personally. He said that one day he was sitting alone, Hazrat Sheikh and Sheikh Yunus, his special student, Shagir Khas, as you say. Then Hazrat Sheikh told him, Olvi Yunus, tum to bod mutakabbir ho. You are too arrogant and too proud. And he says, I just kept quiet and I looked down. Hazrat wanted to test me and see what is my body language and my response and reaction. And I just kept quiet and looked down. Pir Hazrat ne parchi nikali. Then Hazrat took out one small piece of paper and gave it to me. That I, Hazrat Sheikh Mohana Zakaria, Sheikh al-Hadith, Nawar Allah made you, Sheikh Yunus John Puri, my Khalifa, and now I'm going also Madina Munawara. You must take over and teach Bukhari Sharif. 
So people ask him, Sheikh, now why you don't get married? He say, Mary Nika Bukhari Sharif. So that I'm married to Bukhari Sharif. Meaning I'm so sickly myself, I will have to get married and all that. You know, he was very sick and so forth, and very moody also. So uh, he'll just chase you out. He won't think about it, you must remember. When I met him first time there in Mecca, and he kept me for half an hour, one hour, even the Khadim told me, Mujhe I'm surprised. Hazrat kept you so long. Otherwise, Hazrat to sab purawana kar dete. He just chased him away, you understand? So this, Allah's fuzzle, Allah's mercy. So like that it is. So, so it means, now if you take Sheikh Yunus, so he's also practicing on a sunnah of a Nabi. So you can say, I'm practicing on sunnate yahyawiyah. Allama Nawawi, rahimahullah, of the Shafi'i school. Never got married. He was so busy with the research and writing and so forth and so on. So he said, I also practice on Sunnati Yahyawiya, you see. But remember, in this day and this age, you must get married because there's too many fitness. And when you've got nothing wrong, you are able, capable to get married and still you remain a confirmed bachelor. So, Al-A'azabu Shaitan, Hadith in Muslim Ahmad, people who remain confirmed bachelor, there's nothing wrong with them. But you just want to park here, park here, you know, have affair with this woman, that woman, have a fling here, have a, all that so. So remember, such people are shaitan and Lucifer, and it's haram death. So therefore, in Islam, Abdullah the Mas'ud, radiallahu anhu wardah, faqihu hadil ummah, used to say, you see, that now is 27th of Muharram. He says that on the 7th of Safar, 8th of Safar, however you want to count, that I will die, is only 10 days left, you must remember, then still I will get married. Still I'll get married. Even though I know in 10 days, day, nine, 9 days time, 11 days time, I'll die. So why? Because of fitna. Imagine that is Khairul Qurun, the golden era of Islam. Today, everywhere there is fitna, you must remember. Yesterday's program, you heard Q&A. The lady is 59 years old. She say, Allah Ta'ala, give Auntie Fatima long life. But if she's not around, then she's ready. Understand? And she <laughs> wants to marry me. You know. Now see. So what, what fitna comes, you must remember these kind of things here. Yeah. So, and they don't feel shy, you know. So they just put everything straight. Thousands of people, Fajr time, one guy told me, he said, I heard it on the program last night. So I told him that because you're not married, I'll pass her to you, you understand? So he must marry her, like. So anyway, so this is now all. So we must know that the wisdom of marriage and so forth. Muftisab, a person says, good day, I'm a Christian, I'm so confused with you Muslims. You say Muhammad is the last prophet, you accept Jesus as a prophet also, but you just confirm now that he will come back and he will get married and have kids. Yes, you must remember that, my brother, you're not confused, and maybe your fuses got blown. You see, we say the prophet Muhammad was, is, will always be the last prophet. Jesus, peace be upon him, was born 600 years before Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. And when he comes back, the second coming, he won't come as a prophet. He'll come as a follower of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. 
So you understood now, my brother? So we say that the last prophet is Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. If you look at the chronological table, so Jesus and Prophet Muhammad, so the gap and and the interval between them is 600 years. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif. So therefore, our belief still remains right, 100%. So the last and final prophet is Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Chapter 21, verse 107. We have not sent you, O Prophet Muhammad Mustafa, but as a mercy to the entire universe and creation. So your teaching, your preaching will be for everybody, all times, all places. Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him, came for a certain time, for a certain period. And then when the second coming takes place, he's not coming as a prophet. He's coming as a follower of Prophet Muhammad. And he will do that, what Prophet Muhammad said, told us to do. So that is why the second coming is taking place. My brother, you are not a Muslim, you are a Christian, right? Do you even realize why Jesus will come back? Why? There must be some wisdom. So all Almighty Allah teaches us in the Noble Quran. And for Prophet Muhammad being the last and final Prophet, chapter 33, verse 40, وَخَاتَمَ النَّبِيِّينَ So now I want to take you to another verse. He will come, Jesus will come, and he will come, you know why? So that li Yahud, Nasara, so that to nullify and remember to reject the belief of the Christians and the Jews. If you ask the Jews and the Christians today vis a vis regarding Jesus, what they say? So one side the Christians say, Ibnullah, he is the son of Almighty Allah. We reject that totally, that is shirk, that is polytheism. Almighty Allah teaches us in chapter 112, He's not the father of anyone, he's not the child of anyone, and none in the entire universe and creation is equal to him, to Almighty Allah. We go to the Jutlas, to the Jews, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, they say Ibn Zaniya. Isa alayhi salam is the son of a halot, meaning he's an illegitimate child, Allah forbid, and so forth. We say it's miraculous. And we say Allah ta'ala honored him and his mother. I attain Almighty Allah made mother and son, his symbols and signs. So when he comes back, Jesus, that is your topic, my brother. So go to chapter 4, Surah An-Nisa, and verse number 158. Right? Before that, Almighty Allah says, وَمَا قَتَلُوا وَمَا صَلَبُوا That nor did they kill him, nor did they crucify him. And so that is mentioned in chapter 4 and verse number 157. And then 158, Almighty Allah says, Nay, Allah Ta'ala elevated him physically. He's in the skies, in the heaven, bodily, physically, in the state of awakeness. And then when he comes down, chapter Chapter 4, verse number 159. There is no Jew, there is no Christian, but they will believe in him. In Jesus, before the death of Jesus, the natural death. If they don't believe in him, so now your name is what? We just say Luke, we say Mark, we say Matthew. And the Jutla, his name is, you must remember, let's just say David. 
and we say Jeremiah, and so they keep these kind of names. If they don't accept him, Jesus, straight away there'll be war against you. So immal Islam or immal safe. Either you accept Islam, the Jew Christian, after the second coming of Jesus, either he wage war against you and dispatch that person straight to hellfire. And on the day of justice, he will bear testimony against them. Chapter 4, verse 159. So you understood why Jesus is coming. To nullify and refute and reject the belief structure of the Jews and Christians. Both of them went to extreme. One said Ibnullah, one said Ibn Zaniya. Islam only came with the truth and said he's a mighty, mighty messenger of Almighty Allah. His mother, Sayyidah Maryam radiallahu anha, is Azra, Mary the Virgin. Maryam al-Batul, she moved away from the toxic society and to remain pure and chaste. So now you tell me, my brother, that which one is the best? If you remove all the propaganda and all the jaundice eyes and so forth and prejudice, then anybody will say Islam has got the best message and is the best and therefore we are prepared to share it with the rest. Muftisab, is it permissible for the husband to ignore the first wife completely when he is with the second wife? He doesn't phone me, he just ignores me completely whether he's on holiday or not. But when he's with me on holiday, he phones her. Yeah. In Arabic, this is not Quran, Hadith. In Arabic, you must remember, they got the proverb of saying, Kullu jadidin laziz. Everything new is very tasty, you see. Now you are the first wife. So you are the wife for five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years. You say, I teach her now, you understand? She's tired, retired and all that. This new one, she's exciting, you understand? She's teaching him new things also. Maybe outside the bedroom and inside the bedroom also. We don't know today, you know, it's new South Africa. So what he was missing by you is catching up there, you understood? So then, so is it right? It's 100% haram. So you must teach him, your hubby, when he's there by you. You must open the Quran Sharif, chapter 4, Surah Nisa, verse 19. Nisa means women. So you must teach him Surah 4, verse 19, 1, 9. And treat your wives with equity, with love, with justice, with respect. Easy example I give people, how you want your jamai, how you want your damad. Jamai is our language, you understand? Memon Gujarati. And damad is Urdu. And you must remember that you want your son-in-law to treat your daughter. You must treat your wife like that and better than that. That is the meaning of wa'ashiru hunna bil ma'roof. Siddiqatu bintu Siddiq, Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha, Abu Bakr Siddiq al-Adli, ki beti, ki sahib zadi, she Siddiqah radiallahu anha, and Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anha, she used to say, Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Khairukum khairukum li ahalikum, wa ana khairukum li ahali. The best of you are the best of you for your wives and children. And I, Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and the best for my wives and my children. Authentic hadith in Trimidhi. You see, therefore, suhbate salih salikunan, suhbate tali talikunan. I don't know Farsi, whatever little bit I knew, I forgot everything. But there's one, two things still remember. 
when you sit in the company of the pious then you will learn good things also you become pious and when you sit with the gangsters and you sit with the upside down characters then you become just like them also so I was in 1977, the entire Ramadan, Deva Hazaji, he kept my name also, Lamba Kurtawala. I must tell you a story before we go for the break. It's a very ajeeb and gharib story. So anyway, so Hazaji na Nawar Allah Marqadahu, Hazrat Mana Masyul, Ummat Masyullah Khan Sahab, Nawar Allah Marqadahu, used to say, the whole world can say you are good. But your wife and children say you are bad. Then remember by Allah Jalla Wala and Nabi Muhammad Mustafa وسلم, you considered a bad person. And the whole world can say you are bad. But your wife and children bear testimony and they say you good. By all my Allah Jalla Wala and my Mustafa وسلم, you are considered good. That is the barometer in Islam. Story time. Your love stories. 1982, so I performed Taraweeh, you understood, the first night there in Heidelberg, and a lot of us, we performed. And then second night, I was reading in 1982 to my beloved mother, and then my sister was there, and she shouted, the daddy fell down, my father fell down. When I went there, I saw him on the floor. So I, Allah give you strength, you know, that I picked him up, put him there on the bed and phoned the doctor, Dr. Panjibai. He just passed away now. In fact, his nephew is here. He just asked me a masla also day for yesterday that how the idd works. Dr. Panjibai, they should call him Babu Panjibai, you know. So Allah give him Jannatul Firdaus. I told him, Doc, I'm coming to fetch you. Keep your bag and everything ready. Emergency. He said, fine. So he came and then he said, he's telling me now that your father has got a massive heart attack. What must I do? So I asked him, what can you do? He said, I can try and put injection straight in the heart. So I looked at my beloved mother and she shook her head. She said, no, don't do all these things. Just leave it. And then my father passed away in our arms, in our hands and so forth. And so my other brother was there, Abdul Ghaffar. My adopted brother was there, Muhammad Iqbal and so forth. So like that, he passed away and Isha Azan went, you see. So I remember then I phoned Afiz Dimalia, my Ustad, and told him, you know, my father just passed away and I won't come now for Isha and Tarawi because of all this, all that, so all that was sorted out. So now my mother, she was always, I started at Dalum, Newcastle, 81, January, you see. So I was very happy there. Now my father passes away, 82, it was the month of June. So in 1982, she said, now it's too far, Newcastle. Now you see father passed away, you must come back here and so forth and so on. So that time Dalum Azadwal just started, you see. So they came to the house also, and they told me I must come and teach them. So I just made GGG, in that Hazaji came, you see. That Hazaji just came after Ramadan, or in Ramadan, 82. So when Hazaji was speaking there in Nigel, by the Monona Kasuji and their house, so maybe some tears started rolling down, and our eyes met, Hazaji saw me. So after the Majlis, I went to meet, so he said, Kya hai? So he said, what's wrong? So I said, no, tanahai me baat karni hai. You know, Allah give you himmat also. So I said, I must speak to you in private. Azaji took everybody out. Everybody. Kasuji and everybody. I related the story to them. To tell them, you all are my muhsin. You all did me such a big favor. So anyway, then I'm alone now. So I told Azaji, my father passed away. 
And I'm in Dalum, Newcastle. It's 250 kilos. It takes me an hour, or two and a half hours to go, two and a half hours to come. My mother is here. She's insisting I must come. A new Dalum had just started here. So he asked me, what are you teaching there? So I told him, I'm teaching this, I'm teaching that. And I told, he told him, I'm teaching Buluhul Maram. So he asked, why are you teaching that? So I said that uh, we have most of our students from Cape Town and the Shafi students. He said, Bodacha. Then he made an amal. What amal he made, Allah. And I told Azraji, whatever you say, I'm accepting. No why and who and what and what and all. Abka Faisla, finish. That is what I'll accept, finish. So he made some amal. He said, you must just stay there. You see, stay in Newcastle. So, Barjasta, in Urdu, if you know a little bit good Urdu, you know. So, Barjasta, I said. Barjasta means spontaneously, I just said. I said, Azad, what about Mary Walida Muhtarama? You know. So, this here, people who are real awliyaullah. I said, you don't worry. Walida Muhtarama, aap hi ke paas So, your mother will come there by you. She will stay by you and all that. So, you don't have to worry about that. And it happened like that. So, you see, that is why you need company of great people. In life, sometimes you have to make decisions. And I'm telling you that if I had to leave there, it should be big problems for me. You understood? So alhamdulillah, we carried on. My mother used to come there. My mother-in-law came there many times. So like that it was. So that's why it's so important to sit in the company of the real awliyaullah. This channel Islam, we started in 2001, and now this to Marcus Sahaba, 2018. It's not we just came and just started. I went to sit by Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haksab and told him, Hazrat, this is the story, these are the story, these are my options. What you say, Hazrat? Hazrat say, do this, finish. No question. If you got confidence, you know the man is giving you good advice. So he's your teacher, so finish. So that is how you learn to make right decisions. But today the Ummah, they think they know everything and then they make a mess of it. Then they wonder what happens. So always, so these stories are interesting. It can help everybody in life, you know. Inshallah. We'll go for a break and meet you after that. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Esteemed listeners of Surya SFM and Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah Wal Jama'ah, we come back. Mufti Sahab, the next question is I'm in my mid 20s and not yet married. How do I deal with people pressurizing me into marriage? I'm not against marriage, yet the right one has not yet come. It's heartbreaking to hear what people have to say. They, yet there is nothing I can do about it. Request for duas. Student Re- of Deen. Remember, my brother, it seems you are a male. Aaron. So sometimes you also have too many specifications, you know. You want Madam Perfect. She must be five feet six tall. She must be 60 kilos. She must have green eyes. She must have fair complexion and blonde, blonde, brown hair. So you need to lower your expectations. This is not, this is not Jannat, brother. In Jannat, you will get Hure Eid. Yeah, you'll get Hure Tween. You understood? So therefore, lower your expectations. Every day, read two rakat salat. Start today. And then you carry on every day. And you read the verse, Surah 25, verse 74. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata a'yun. 
So your criteria should be that her belief structure is right. She has taqwa, piety, good character. She's very meticulous about her salat and so forth. And she's not one of those ladies who want to go and eat this restaurant and that restaurant and all that shaitan here. She's a nice, homely lady. She must get married. Even if she's not very fair in complexion. Even if she just got normal eyes and she has black hair and so forth. So the trouble with you is you're blaming the right one hasn't come. But the right one is there. But your expectations are too high, my brother. So lower it then and get married. Get married this year, 2023. Don't delay, don't delay. Remember that every day that passes is more shaitan yet. Every day is sin more. Why sins? Because we look around and we look at the movies, we look at the phones, we look at this. Ya Ma'ashadish Bukhari Sharif. Ya Ma'ashadish Shabab Manistata Oh, you, the group of men, of youngsters, that get married as soon as possible. Then you will lower your gaze and you will protect your private part. You are a daughter, you are a sister, you're 21, 25, 27. Now your family say, when are you going to get married and so forth? Yes, they can be very cruel and sometimes they pass, you know, some very, very uh, funny remarks and, you know, unsavory remarks and comments and so forth. You mustn't worry about them. So you must get married as long as you are happy, your parents are happy, and the boy got the right belief structure and he is meticulous with his salat and so forth. His income is halal, make bismillah. Even if he's not the most handsome guy and so forth and so on. You ladies also got too much panchat sometimes, you know, that no, he must be so tall and he mustn't be fat and he mustn't be dust. And after you get married, you're going to get fat. Just today for the time one guy told me, you understand, <laughs> say, Mufti, I forgot to tell you that my son, now his wife is expecting, I performed the nikah. So I told him, but when he got married, he said, now three, four months. I said, your son is a sharpshooter, man. Understood. So Allah, I'm going to send him a lot of du'as he must read now. Because now I perform the nikah, so I have to teach him a little bit that also. So all these kind of things here, you see. So sometimes we have too many great expectations, like we're buying a car or something, you know. No. So lower all that and use this. And you ladies, make sure you must be happy and your parents are happy and the other things I mentioned regarding the belief structure, the salat and the income and so forth. And the age also must be not too far, you see. A Quran says, Uruban Ataraba. Ataraba, when you were growing up, you were playing in the sand. And when he was growing up, he was playing in the sand. So when your ages are very similar, so you must remember then your outlook in life will also be similar. It's permissible you're 50 years old, you get married to a 20-year-old girl, a lady, it's fine. But remember, we're speaking of the ideal situation. So therefore, we must look at all that and then get married, inshallah. Mufti Sahib, my husband says he likes a lot of attention. What can I pray to keep him away from haram? So you must remember that. What does he mean by he needs a lot of attention? He likes a lot of attention from the opposite gender that all the ladies must come by him say, Sir, you're looking so handsome today and today your suit is so impressive and your fragrance you applied and all that is very smart. If he means all that is haram, 
If it means he needs attention from you, so very good. You know that what his favorite drink is. He loves tea, he loves coffee, he loves... You know what his favorite dish is, so you prepare that. You know what his favorite dessert is, you prefer that. You prepare that, and mashallah, like that. So you, your service is five-star for him. So when you do that, you will win his heart over, and after one, two years, you will win his credit card and his debit card and everything over. He will have nothing and everything will be by you. So if he wants more attention from you, so very good, you must give him that attention. And you win him over like that, and you read, read now with me. Ya wadud, ya wadud, ya wadud. Wadud is the attribute of all, mighty Allah. Ya Allah, you are the creator of love. You see, Quran says, وَجَعَلَ بَيْنَكُمْ مَوَدَّةً وَرَحْمَةً إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ سَيَجْعَلُوا لَهُمُ الرَّحْمَانُ وُدَّةً In the ending of Surah Maryam you will find. So all these words are got a meaning of love. So, Ya Allah, create that bond and love between us. And then, Allahumma alif bayna qulubina. Allahumma alif. What a tajdeed, shidda on the love. Allahumma alif bayna qulubina. Ya Allah, bring ulfa, mahabba, mawadda, what in our hearts. And then, sometimes there will be misunderstanding. You know, both got their own emotions and so forth. So, wa asalih that abaynina. And bring about reconciliation within us. Best is husband is going on and on, you keep quiet. Wife is going on, husband keep quiet. The problem comes when both of you want to speak. She say pink and you say blue. You see, so then, and both of you carrying on. Why you don't just shut up and finish up? You understand? Husband just keep quiet and finish. A wife keep quiet. Say, no, I'll show him a point and so forth. So that is the trouble. You see, Imam. Abu Hanifa was a genius. He used to wear a ring. On that ring was engraved. The size of the tongue is small, but the crime it commits is very big. So if one party just keep quiet, finish. You just give in as long as it's not something haram and so forth. So that is how you make sula, you reconcile. So it's not everything must be your way. You can't be that husband, a tenpot dictator, tell your wife you must do my way or you catch the highway. You see, you can't behave like that. So it's give and take. That is marriage. It's a partnership. It's not a dictatorship. Muftisab, if a son stands for his mother, is it permissible to curse one son to die if he stands up for me as the mother? No, 100%. If the father is, the husband is hitting his wife and the son stands with his mother and tells his father, you got no right to do so and I'm to defend my mother. So he gets reward for that. Remember that. So for you to curse him is totally wrong. The curse is falling on you. So all you must remember, you are telling your wife to do haram things. Come sit there and walk watch the porn movies and do all these type of things there or other movies also and the husband say wife says I don't want to and now you say yeah I'm going to do this and you start swearing her and the son stands with his mother so 100% is doing the right thing so you to blame oh father you to blame oh husband so don't try and justify that no I will curse him I'll do that the curse will fall on you so therefore we must always stand for the truth and for justice if a, if a girl is of marriageable age, but due to a hormonal imbalance, it is, it is possible she might not be able to have children. 
uh, should she get married without informing the future husband of this possibility as the result is in Allah's hands. So remember Quran Sharif spoke of the Surah 42 verses 49-50 and so forth. Allah gives you daughters only. Our mothers are hitsi. Only daughters, mashallah. Next one may be a son, we don't know. Well, and sometimes only sons, you see, Suleiman, only sons, mashallah. And then sometimes, you saw with whom the Quran over in Asa. Allah Ta'ala gives them sons and daughters. And then next one, and sometimes you marry 10, 20, 30, 40 years, and no children, you see me, no children. So like that, so everything. But, when you know you got this problem and then the proposal come, then it must, you must tell that boy. You must remember that the chances of me having children are very, very slim and so forth. You can't they make it such that everything is hunky-dory and fine and good. And then when I is wondering, say, no, I had this problem when I was 15 years old, 18 years old. So now, man ghashana falaysa minna. So this is deception. So whoever deceives us is not of us. It's authentic hadith in Sahih Muslim. So it is your duty that you inform. Not you yourself. Tell your brother, tell your father must inform that shooter and shooter I call them shooter because after the time they're shooting, you understood. The way they lie, you understood. I got this car and I got this business and I'm like this. I'm a such, a, I'm not a Hanafi, I'm a humbly, the most humble person on this earth. And that. So therefore, we don't call them shooter, we call them shooter. So this type of thing. But you must tell them that that is compulsory, remember. It's good, Muftisab clarified the shooter part. Muftisab, um, what can we do for happy marriage? So you must remember that. Let's end on this. My 10 points. You know my 10 points. Let's give it to you quickly and then we finish. So now today you're getting married. Mona Zahid Khan is performing. Mona our brother Suleiman is of Snikah. Example, nothing is happening. You understood? So we are the witnesses. I'm the witness and Mona Arafat is witness and this one is witness and so forth. So now I call Suleiman and tell him, see, when you're alone with your wife, so first thing you must read two rakat salat. You be the imam, wife at the back. Hadith, and you must remember Sheikh Albani wrote a kitab. You must remember Adabu Zifaf. You will find most of the things there. So Musannaf ibn Abi Shayba and all that. Second one, you must give a gift to your wife. So that is Mustad Ahmed beside the mahar. And third one, you must remember is that you sprinkle the water and so forth, and you make the dua, Ya Allah, protect her and the Ulad children from Satan and Lucifer, and then she will sprinkle water on you. Hadith Musannaf Abdul Razak. And then you will read the dua Bukhari Sharif Bismillah in the name of Allah. Allahumma jannibna shaitan wa jannibi shaitan amadaktana. So Ya Allah protect us from Satan and shaitan and protect our children. So how many we got Molana? Four. So then number five, that you must keep about affectionate names, darling, poppy, honey, like that. And she will call you whatever you understand, you happy word, that lovey and whatever else you're happy with. So five. Second one, a sixth one will be that you must share the utensils, you see. So from one plate you eat, from one glass you drink, like that. In Ibn Majah is mentioned also. Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam what Siddiqa that Aisha ate and left a little bit, then the master alayhi would eat. Similarly with the water, 
How many we got, Maulana? Six. Seven one, you make salam to one another. See, that is that. Afshu salama bainakum. Number eight, give gifts to one another. Tahadaw tahabu. You see? Number nine, you must smile with one another. Smiling is contagious. And number ten, dua. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina wa qurata a'yun. Ya wadudu, ya wadud. Allahumma alif bayna qulubina. Allahumma aslih dhata bainina. Practice on that Allah will give you grant you inshallah inshallah a long long honeymoon bifadlihi wa rahmatihi wa judihi wa karamihi through his grace mercy and benevolence inshallah assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Empowering the Ummah